What's up? I don't have it started off strong this week. So I'm, I'm freelancing. <laughs> Freestyling. Improvising. I call it freelancing. Um, what's up? This is episode number 89. One episode until the historic episode 90. Of, That's a title. Yeah. Of uh, I want your old stuff. I'm J-Ho, and this is Groove. Hey. And this is the show where we answer a bunch of questions and you listen. Um, this week we're back from Thanksgiving. Uh, and we're going to do a little housekeeping. Number one fan is my uh, one of my best friends, Brian Ashmore, sent me a great bucket of dicks, which I'm going to put up by the time this show is going to be up. And it is a whole like trailer. Who knows what's in the trailer, but just... Taking up the whole parking lot. Always like to see that. It's always good when one of those comes up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, giant bucket of dicks. I used to, as you know, I used to work at a hotel. And it was right at the foot of the Smoky Mountains. And there was this <coughs> this road called the Tail of the Dragon. Yep. People would bring, they would drive their motorcycles down to our hotel in a truck and they'd be pulling them behind in a trailer and they would just park behind the hotel across about six or eight parking spots just pure hubris yeah just feel free go right ahead space riding the tail of the dragon which is vastly different meaning for them than it is for (laughs) what that that means no opiates involved well maybe you never know there are a lot of deaths on that road. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, number one hater this week is going to be our own Mitchell Morton from the Oatmeal Conspiracy. Because mm. he threw up a little uh, comment to make us know that he was listening to the show because we called him out for not listening to the show. And that's I don't know right. if you saw this Twitter comment, but he said that if they... We talked about the show Terriers last time. He said if they brought back Terriers on uh, Netflix, that he would listen to a whole show of Groove eating mashed potatoes. Um, With noise-canceling headphones. Right. Uh, so he's just got a problem with you. Apparently, early on, you were eating a lot on the show. He's just—he's just trying to pick. Well, he's, trying, uh, he's yeah. trying to get my goat. He wanted to throw in a nice comment and show us that he was listening, but then also, you know, it's a little bit of a cut down. Well, he's taking your your philosophy for life with him. Yeah, you know, not, not letting anything impress him. He's yeah. he's gone on and translated that to say never give a, an earnest or genuine compliment. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. always some kind of like some kind of catch to it. So, uh, yeah. So let's uh, get into these questions. I guess I'm a little I'm a little tired because uh, I'm still recovering from all the turkey I ate over Thanksgiving. So it's a, it's a low energy down. show. That's all right. We got it. We can't. They can't all be at eleven. They can, they can't all be good. No. In fact, most of them can't be can't good. be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's your hype? <laughs> so tomorrow uh, is the Heiser Cup, which is a match the play Heisman tournament. Trophy? No. Oh, okay. It's a match play disc golf tournament between two British disc golf clubs or teams. Oh. <laughs> That's like the softest sporting event of the year. The the morning is a doubles round. So me and a partner will will face off head to head against uh, a, a pair of disc golfers from Quarry Park. Uh, 
And in the afternoon will be a singles round, one against the other. We all have matching shirts, and we have a team captain who has been texting us inspirational quotes all week long. Um, I'll just pull up an example, just, you know, just so you know. Victorious warriors win first and then go to war, while defeated warriors go to war first and then seek to win. That's Sun Tzu. Assume, I, I assume it's from the art of war. Probably. I don't know if Sun Tzu's greatest hits, but... <laughs> it could have been from a Tupac album. I think he had some kind of... Sure, that could, sounds like a Tupac lyric. So. Could be. Either way, everybody's really excited about this. I'm um Sounds sounds like you're thrilled, but I haven't I haven't I haven't been doing much disc golf as of late. And it's gonna be super cold down there. In fact it might snow the night before, so uh which would be tonight. You hadn't been uh, tossing the saucer, is that what they call it over there? <laughs> tossing the saucer around. They call it a lift. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's your hype? My hype is that my team won trivia again last night. That's uh, getting old. I mean, this is five out of seven weeks and three weeks in a row. And last night we finally hit the tipping point where no one clapped for us when we won. <laughs> it just got quiet. <laughs> the final question was, uh, I'll give you the final question see if you know it, Groove, and our listeners right. can play along. Um, there's a disease called Kuru, which is called the laughing disease. What causes Kuru? A hilarious friend. No. What? Uh, Eating human brains. Oh, my God. That was the final question, and we got it right. And the only reason we got it right is because it was a question about a month ago on this thing. It was a true or false question. True or false, Kuru is caused by eating human brains. Well, I remembered it. So did a couple people on my team. And uh, there were other people that have been there that time, but I think one other team got it right. But everybody turned around and just looked at us and was like, you guys got that right? (laughs) And I was just like, yeah, sure. Yes, we do, in fact, come here often. Yeah. (laughs) We also had a, uh, when you tie around, you have to answer a question where you have to get closest to a number without going over. Yeah. Price is right style. Yeah. The question this time was, how many kernels of corn are on an average ear of corn? What you got? I think 70. Wow. Super low. Really? Our team guessed 375. I was pushing for the number 800. <laughs> the answer was 800. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just got up and went to the bathroom. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I mean, come on. Hit it exactly like that. So another team won that, that uh, tiebreaker. But, that but sounds we, like a lot of kernels of corn. It does, but if you like kind of, I counted it up. I visualized the corn. I had like a vision quest of the corn. Yeah. And I counted it, you know, uh, circumference and long ways and came up with that number. So I, I came up with... Uh, What's eight hundred is forty times twenty. Sure. So yeah. There we go. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's pretty hype. I mean, it's another fifty bucks. And the added effect of pissing everybody off. Is this a year-round thing? 
Yeah, they do it every every Thursday. Oh, God. So that's it for the rest of your life. I mean, it's a part-time job at this point. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, we're just sitting over there eating wings and the play-action platter and all this stuff, and all these other teams are just staring at us. They, they, just, they just order in water. <laughs> they just order in water. <laughs> What's your not the hype? My not the hype is uh, a Christmas song that I've been hearing a lot that I didn't realize I hated until the other day. And now I realize I've always hated it. Last Christmas. No, I love that song. That's some wham there. My uh, my old keyboard used to play that as the demo. Isn't that strange? What's uh, the song? The song is, uh, I don't even know what it's called, but it's This Christmas. And then it goes, yeah. and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas. Me. You'll see. I, yeah. it, it is awful because I feel like they just wrote the lyrics out and were like, we got to cram this into this song. You know, I like, I think, feel like they had the song already and they had the lyrics already and they were like, we got to cram it in, make it fit with the syllables and stuff. Cause it just doesn't, you know, do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, I hear this what you're Christmas saying. will be, it's such a strange, like structure to it. It just, it just irks me. It's just, and on top of that, there are 25,000 different versions of that song. And by different (laughs) versions, I mean people singing it the same way, just different people singing it. And when we were out the other night, uh, out and about the other night, I heard four different versions. No joke. Four different versions of that song. It was just following me everywhere. Two versions were in the same store. You might want to go ahead and find out what the name of that song is, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be on your trivia questions within the next two weeks. Probably so. This Christmas. That's how it starts. And then that's the intro. And then this Christmas will be. Oh, and I can't stop thinking about it. (laughs) Much like the Black Eyed Peas the other week. I just can't stop thinking about it. I have yet to uh, open up a Christmas playlist. However, it's going to happen. Yeah, uh, probably gonna happen next week when I when I fly over to the United States. You know, try yeah. to get in the spirit. Yeah. Um, but I hear you. It's on. It's on in the stores. It's it's happening over here. Yeah. What's your uh, not hype? Not hype. Celtics. Oh, really? I think old Paul Pierce losing a step, and, yeah. uh, and Rondo getting suspended. Even though I will. You know, I do endorse Ronda's behavior. I mean, anybody who's going to beat Chris Humphrey's ass, I'm all right with. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you're going to ride for Kevin Garnett and... And beat Chris Humphrey. I mean, Chris Humphrey's didn't even do anything, I don't think. I think somebody else did that. I think Chris Humphrey's just got... Oh, just beat up Chris Humphrey's. Somebody, somebody tweeted that Ronda's assist streak has lasted longer than Chris Humphrey's marriage to Kevin <laughs> Garnett. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, oh, so that streak will be broken now. Yeah, yeah um, well. But, I mean, this happens. I'm not, hey, I've learned to not get disappointed by the Celtics because they always work it out by the end of the season. Now, granted, you know, they haven't they haven't won, but they're, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to give it a run. It's going to be all right. Don't, don't stress yet. Yeah. I mean, no, you know. No, I mean, I, I hear you. It's after the All-Star break is when they start to play, but. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, you know. So. <laughs> We should definitely go on the go go on the television. Yeah. We've got the cliches. Yeah, we've got them. What's your hype still out? Uh the holidays. 
Yeah. I mean, the holiday that's left. Well, I guess there's two holidays left, isn't there? Uh, yeah. For the year. Uh, I, I'm not a fan. I don't like the holidays. I don't know if I've gone on record on the show or not, but I, I kind of like it sometimes. I don't, I'm not like a complete Grinch, but I just don't, I don't know. It just doesn't, it's just too much going on, and I just don't like it. I like seeing my family and stuff, but other than that, I'm just kind of like, me. I hear you. That's my hype slot, too. I, I travel a week from today. Yeah. And um, these days, the uh, the holiday season is really just a, a series of traveling and trying to see as many people as possible, which can bring with it a certain amount of stress that shouldn't really be there. No. I mean, it's a lot more work for you because you got to go all over the place. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I still just kind of like, no, I don't know. However, I am looking forward to some basketball live on Christmas Day yeah. when I'm actually there. I am looking forward to watching some NBA on the, on Christmas Day. So that'll be hype. Yeah, you got what been, What's that? No, yeah, consuming. What have you been consuming? I got a couple. Of, well, for one, I'm still consuming some freaking Thanksgiving leftovers. We no, gotcha. we made we we made ten batches of stuffing. Nobody liked the stuffing. Really. So, yeah, I've still got two gallon bags full of stuffing in the uh, refrigerator. I'm going to take a bunch of them down to the Heiser Cup tomorrow. Try to try to hype up the team with trying some. Trying to throw them. Try to... <laughs> See how far you can throw them. Uh, but I, I will say this too, though that um, the Doug Loves Movies episode from the Gramercy Theater on the 27th of okay. November, which is like there's a new one up now, but it's the one before that is probably one of the best episodes in recent memory of yeah. that podcast. I have not listened to that in a while, so I'm going to get back on that. Yeah, we'll start out with that one. He's got um, Tig Notaro, uh, Nick Kroll, and um, two other people on it. Um, John Hodgman, which, by the way, I don't like John Hodgman, but he was really good on the show, and this other guy, Kurt Metzger. Yeah. So it's four, four guests. It's a live show. Um, uh, you know, at the Gramercy Theater. It's a really good one. So I recommend going back and checking that one out. Sweet. Yeah, what about you? Um, well, speaking of podcasts, still listen to the Giant Bombcast, and they've been hilarious lately, especially just dogging on the uh, the last two episodes. They've just dogged on the Wii U. Oh, yeah? And it's yeah, it's been really good. So check out the Giant Bombcast if you like video games. Um, I've been watching Treme still. I mean, I'm watching my normal shows, you know, and I just found out that Treme has actually kind of been canceled. Oh yeah, I mean, big surprise. Uh, but I mean, but it is kind of a surprise because you know David Simon. You think after he did The Wire that he'd be able to do whatever he wanted and just kind of roll with it, but not the well, case. Well, he kind of has. I mean, he has, yeah. But you would think he would let him run out, you know, his five years with it. But it's been on four seasons, and they're going. No, it's been on three seasons, and the fourth season is only going to be five episodes. So they're they're basically doing. I think it's like an HBO thing because they did the same thing with Entourage. It's kind of like okay, this is kind of not working, but here's a little bit of time to wrap it up. So wrap it yeah. up, which is cool, you know. But like the show has actually, it's a shame the show wasn't this good season one because the storytelling is really good now, and I actually give a shit about the characters. Yeah, like they're not just annoying, you know, cliches at this point. They actually have like uh, interesting stories. But um, yeah, I'm a little sad that it's going to go away, but. It's it's been pretty good, and uh, Boardwalk Empire is still awesome. And I watched the movie Lawless the other day. I don't know if you know about that movie. No, is that the um the that Brad Pitt one? No, no, it's a uh, oh it, Lawless is uh, Shia. It's got Shia. 
Yeah, Shia LaBeouf or whatever his name. I don't yeah. know how. That, why is his name pronounced as one name? LaBeouf. Why isn't Shia, is Shia LaBeouf? It's Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Shia LaBeouf. It's Shia LaBeouf. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. He's horrible in it, as, as he is in everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, scrunch his eyebrows up and stare into the distance and open his mouth. And honorary, an honorary Jonas brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just acting. Um, <laughs> but Tom Hardy is awesome in it, as he is in most things. But, um, yeah, just pay, playing these bootleggers in uh, yeah. Virginia. And kind of an interesting twist on that whole kind of thing. Because they're like the bad guys, but they're really kind of the good guys, you know. And I don't know. Apparently it's a true story, but it, it was really good. It wasn't like top tier. Right. You know, but it's it's worth watching and, and interesting. And it's worth it for some of the acting. You know what I will put into that category as well that Mackenzie and I went to see is End of Watch. End of Watch. Yeah, it's got uh, Michael Pena and um, oh, um, yeah. what's his name? The guy with the sister, Gyllenhaal. Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal. did that just come out over there? It did. It just okay, came out. Okay, that yeah. came out over here four months ago probably. Wow. Uh, well, that's like the traditional American to English release thing, which has kind of changed over the years, I think, because the movies mm-hmm. have gotten, you know, I guess because of the uh, – globalization of everything but um that's kind of more the traditional way like movies would come out that that far apart from well it was uh i thought it'd be pretty formulaic and it was but it was i i figured it would be just a little bit better than the formula it was super intense like like you were we were paying attention the whole time um it's not it didn't change my world but it was surely worth watching yeah um i i'm I'm all right with movies like that, you know? It looks, seems like yeah. something I'd watch. I, I, it doesn't have to be, you know, A-plus every time. Right. Uh, another movie that I watched the other day that was really good was a Five-Year Engagement. Mm. Which I wouldn't have thought would be good. But it's yeah. a Jason Siegel joint. I tend to like his writing. Yeah, we saw that on TV, I guess, in the States or, or over here. Yeah, we watched it, though, yeah. I, you know, I don't remember too much about it. Not super memorable, but I thought it was interesting. I like these kind of romantic comedies that aren't, uh, they're kind of gender neutral. Yeah. You know, where it's not like chick flick or whatever, you know, like it's like, they're kind of like got something for everybody in it. And, and they don't, their characters are not treated as idiots, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, Jason Siegel tends to, he writes these like slacker characters, but they're not treated like imbeciles, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Which is like a lot of times I feel like it's treating the audience like an imbecile because you're like supposed to relate to this guy, but like he's an idiot, you know. But uh, or at least like him. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I think Forgetting Sarah Marshall is a great movie, and he wrote that, you know. So. I went back and rewatched that because it was on Netflix. Did it hold up? Uh, for the most part, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, the the opening of that movie is hilarious to me. Oh yeah, yeah. And Russell Brand is really funny in that movie too. I think. Yeah, that's the most tolerable. Yeah, well, uh, just and that's it, that's when he's best. This is a little, uh, you know, bits and bops, little bits of that. So yeah, uh, he's got a show here now called uh, X something or other with Russell Brand, Brand X, Brand X. Yeah, is that over there too? No, it's not. Not to my knowledge. Um, <laughs> I only I caught like forty five seconds of it last time I was in the states, and I was like, oh, so that that's happening. Yeah, I mean it's it's hit or miss, but like the episode I watched the other day was kind of funny because he had a uh, he had this uh, 
this person who was against immigration. And mm-hmm. then he brought on, he's like, okay, well, now second part of the interview, let's bring all these illegal immigrants in. <laughs> and he brought them all in, and then they brought them all in and gave them all masks. Because he's like, you better cover your face up. Because you don't want to be seen. And then he had them, like, face off. Uh, it was pretty funny. It was like this uncomfortable moment uh, on the show, but it was all right. I mean, he's I, I like Russell Brown. Some of his stand-up is really funny, and he kind of gets uh, – it's kind of a shame that he was brought to the States in the way he was because I think he's much funnier than he's kind of presented in his, yeah. like, MTV hosting stints and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he does some – you're just now saying that. You remember the old – it was an old competition to be the uh, host of TRL. Oh, uh, yeah, Jesse Camp. <laughs> Real skinny, just like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all we need to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny that you knew his name right off oh, the yeah, top Jesse of your Camp, head. Man. He had a band, too. Of course he did. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, he was <laughs> awful. Yeah. We could probably well, get him on the show if we wanted to. We probably could yeah. if he's still alive. I don't want him on the show. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's the episode. Wah, wah. Well, it's post turkey. We call this one tryptophan. Yeah. Episode eighty nine tryptophan. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Zell. For what you do. <laughs> um, and everybody else and we'll see you next time uh, you can check us out on twitter at IOLTOS or on facebook uh, facebook.com slash IOLTOS network or you can email us uh, I only like their old stuff at gmail.com and I guess we're out have a good weekend Just enjoy another episode. I only like your stuff. We'll see you next time. Have a good night.